Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. We got a great show tonight. We have got the head coach, Jeff Kilgore, from Emanuel University in Georgia with us. It's a great D2 program. Hey, uh, Coach Kilgore, are you there? Yes, Alan, I'm here. Hey, man, fantastic. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time uh, to speak with us this evening. Why don't you kind of kick it off for us? Just give us a little bit of background of, man, where did you where did you play baseball in high school and college? What positions did you play? And just ultimately, what led you into coaching? Okay, yeah. First off, I'm, I'm honored to be on here. Um, you know, just appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about our program and what we have going on. But yeah, I, I'm probably like everyone, I started playing baseball when I was uh, probably able to walk. Like it's been a long journey. Um, but I played baseball in high school at Johnson High School in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, and then after that concluded, uh, took an opportunity at Emanuel College, which is now Emanuel University, to, to play. And I played there for four years. Um, as a, an infielder, I played a, a, all the infield positions, second, short, and third while I was at Emanuel. Um, you know, had an opportunity to have a little bit of versatility around the infield and then, um, you know, was able to, to hit and lead our team in, in some offensive categories while I was there. Uh, and then once I finished, um, I actually went and um, my family is in some construction business and, and went and did that for a little while. And I just there was just a burning desire to be back on the field and I wasn't going to be able to play. So, uh, you know, just took an opportunity to, to kind of get my feet wet and get into the, the coaching game. And, and it just stuck. I just love the opportunity to work with these kids and to, to share some of my insights and the things that I had learned. Um, and then uh, what I didn't know was that they would be teaching me as well. So, um, you know, just had a great opportunity for, um, for several different programs to, to kind of get my, my feet in the ground and uh, have opportunities to work with a variety of young men throughout the year. So it's, it's been uh, a wild journey and hopefully there's still a lot more that's uh, on the back end that we can enjoy and learn from. So. Hey, thank you so much for that background. And, and my understanding is uh, you've been the head coach at Emanuel university for the last 11 years. Could you kind of just talk to us a little bit? Where were the other coaching stops previous yeah so i i was at manual under aaron brister for two years as a, a graduate assistant i was going to school at uh, at north georgia uh, and then helping him here and then i was able to take an opportunity to go and and coach under my high school assistant coach uh, pete allen at west hall high school for a year so i've had some high school experience uh, and then the coach at abac steve janowsik was uh, kind enough to give me an opportunity as a very uh, green coach to come down to ABAC in Tifton, Georgia and, and work down there. I was there for three years, two as an assistant uh, and one as my final year there. I was the, I was actually the head coach down there. So that was my first head coaching experience. Um, and what a whirlwind <laughs> that was. But, uh, you know, here we are back at Emanuel and 11 years uh, in and, you know, doing some really good things and building some great relationships with, with a lot of people. So, uh, you know, it's been 
it's been a really exciting adventure, lots of challenges along the way, but uh, a lot of really good memories to go with those. I bet, man. So you're still super young. Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> These last 11 years have aged you just a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, they have. I love it. So let me talk to you about your playing career and how that kind of led into maybe some of your coaching philosophies. Because uh, you sound like a pretty humble guy. I think you really had a fantastic collegiate career where you were all conference, all region. I think you really, really had a big time career while you were or while you were at Emmanuel. How has your ability to play and, and what you knew as a player, how has that really transitioned over into your coaching style today? Um, yeah, so, you know, I did, I did have some success in high school. I had some success while I was here at Emmanuel offensively. Um, and so the biggest thing that, that I think, and I tell my, my younger coaches that come and coach under me, is that the transition between – knowing what you did as a player and then understanding what your players are capable of uh, was the biggest challenge that I ever faced. Um, you know, the, the way that I did things, it's not that kids aren't coachable. It may be that they just lack the ability or maybe they have more ability and I'm teaching it in a <laughs> too, too elementary way. So to be able to, to use my experiences, to, to be able to take some of the things that coaches showed me and taught me along the way. I mean, I had a great travel ball coach when I was in high school, very knowledgeable man, uh, Jim Carter, uh, played played for him for two years and um, you know being able to be around some good coaches and be around good coaching in general um, you know has really helped to um, relay the information that I have in my mind to to these guys and to put it into practical use on the field um, but I, I think the biggest thing that we as a staff try to do and I actually heard it um, I don't know maybe a week or two ago and we've been talking about it in our in our office is they don't care about how much they, that you know until they know how much you care. Um, that, that's really hit with us because we're a big relationship staff. We, we want to get to know our kids and pour into them as baseball players, but as young men too. And, uh, you know, I think that really hit home with us is, hey, they, they don't care what you know if, if they don't know that you care about them. And, and that's been really big for us and being able to, to give them the information that we have, but know that we're doing it in love and, and have their best interests at heart. Man, that's big time stuff right there, Coach. I got to tell you, I, I really can appreciate that that last statement big time. And uh, I've got to think, really, over the last 11 years for Emmanuel University, you have absolutely seen a lot of progress, a ton of improvement. And, and I'm just kind of thinking along, maybe not necessarily that last statement, which is so true, but I'm just kind of thinking what, what real principles or key strategies would you attribute that that continued growth and success in your program too um i think hard work i mean i just you know we've got a lot of challenges here uh every place has its own set of challenges and and we've identified what those are for us and we've we've tried to figure out ways to work around them um you know create different different things that we can take advantage of that we do have that are positives and um you know, we've, we've got a large, a large group of guys, but we're fortunate to have a lot of space, uh, you know, to be able to do some of these things and uh, to work with guys and get, you know, get kind of down and dirty. I've got a large coaching staff, which allows us a lot of more individual um, time to work with these guys in their positions and very knowledgeable staff, good group of guys. And, um, you know, it's, it just gives us an opportunity to put a lot of eyes on people to watch, to make sure that we're not missing something and, 
uh, I think that that accountability has really helped to, to move us forward. It's fantastic. You kind of mentioned like a large group of guys. Uh, do, do you offer a JV program as well? We do. Yeah, we have a development team um, and we've we've had uh, a large number of guys who have come in. They've worked really hard and they've made a jump. I mean, I, last year, um, our closer for five years actually came in as a development team shortstop. Um, and he was struggling offensively, struggled a little bit defensively. And he, he said, Coach, I can pitch a little bit. And we're like, all right, let's see it. And <laughs> the rest is history. Uh, he was actually on the mound for us in our final tournament game his freshman year. Uh, you know, we trusted him enough to have the ball at the biggest moment in our season. And it didn't work out exactly like we had planned, but that's baseball. Um, but, you know, he, he moved his way up really quick. And, you know, one of our – we have a 1A and a 1B behind the plate. Um, both of our guys are more than capable behind the plate. And one of those was, you know, he came in as a development team player, just made a, a huge impression right off the bat. And now here he is as a, a junior. And, um, man, he's just done a great job. So, uh, you know, it's there's story after story of those guys who've come in and, and the, the key is hard work, Alan. Like if they're, if they're not willing to put in the work, uh, baseball's not going to give it to them. I love those success stories. That is absolutely awesome. Uh, one other thing that you kind of mentioned and definitely don't want to put you on the spot, but you said, Hey, you've got some challenges. Uh, the program has some challenges as all programs do anything in particular that you like to talk about and maybe ways you've overcome it. Well, we don't, I think our biggest challenge is we, we don't have um, an indoor facility. And so when we get some weather, uh, it creates some challenges for, we have a natural surface. Um, you know, we don't have turf, which I'm actually, when I was younger, I was like, I got to have natural, natural surface. I don't want a turf field. But now as I get older and the maintenance of a turf field just sounds, that just sounds like heaven to me. But um, yeah, that's, you know, I love the, the dirt and I love the grass and, um, but when, when you get some weather that can create some issues, but we have some things in the works where we're, we're, um, getting closer and closer to, to covering our cages and, and bullpen mound facility that we have. Um, and so I feel like in the next two years, we will have eliminated that challenge that we have. But right now I think that's our biggest, uh, biggest obstacle. Hey, everyone that's joining this evening, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. Thank you for the support of now D1 and thank you for the support of coach Jeff Kilgore as well. Uh, if you did get in late, don't worry about it. We record this space and uh, we'll be able to retweet it out in its entirety and you can hear it then. So this evening we're with it, Emmanuel University head baseball coach Jeff Kilgore. Absolutely very appreciative of him and his time just spending a little bit of that time with us. So, coach, let, let me kind of ask you, this is this is an interesting dynamic, I, I have to believe, for coaches, especially in baseball. I mean, you work individually with position players, you know, whatever position, and then you work individually with hitters as well. Yet somehow you have to kind of bring that individual effort into a team effort. How do you combine that? How do you make that work? <laughs> Lots of hours of practice. <laughs> so we have, we're very, like I said before, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of space. And so one of the things that I noticed as a player is when we were doing our work positionally, especially hitting, uh, pitchers would be doing their work somewhere on a foul line. And they were constantly dodging baseballs. It was, uh, you know, it was, they'd, they'd throw a pitch and then they had to watch out for a, a line drive coming at them. Well, we're, we're fortunate. We have our pitchers in their own, own area. They have a four-way mound um, that's, that's down there. They can do PFPs. They can do all of their dry work. They can do their bullpen work down there. And so we're, 
we're almost separated pitchers and position players. And so the, the toughest dynamic that we have is bringing those guys together and getting them to understand that we're, we're all pulling for the same goal. So uh, what we try to do with that is when we do inner squads, we, even guys that aren't going to throw that day, we're going to put them on a team um, and, you know, get them to cheer for their team and be there for their teammates and, uh, and do those types of things to where we, we try to build that, uh, I guess brotherhood for lack of a better term. But I think a lot of that because of our, our living situations that we have in our dormitories, uh, most of our players live on campus. And I think that they, they nurture that um, on their own a little organically in the, in their living space. Um, They, they hang out with each other. They're here with each other. I mean, Franklin Springs is not a booming metropolis. So uh, kind of what they have is each other in baseball. So I, I think that the off-the-field environment here helps to breed a better team chemistry, better um, cohesiveness with our players on the field. Hey, that makes all the sense in the world. I appreciate that. What is, uh, what's approximately the enrollment? Uh, we have, this year we have about not between 930 and 950. Okay, that's fantastic. So, yeah. but, but predominantly they are all – in dorms, their own campus living. Yeah, I, I think that we have, um, I bet it's probably 10% of our roster that lives off campus. And two of those guys are from Franklin County. So they're, they literally live 10 minutes away. It just doesn't make sense for them to stay in the dorm. Absolutely. I got you 100%. Okay, thank you. So as you know, our core audience is really uncommitted high school uh, baseball prospects. And I know they're very interested in some of the day-to-day and some of the training techniques, you know. And so with that in mind, just kind of share with us a little bit of of your training methods and philosophy and so forth to really help players be successful once they get to the next level. Okay, yeah. Um, so we what we try to do is, and it makes our day as coaches really long, um, which is fine, which is what we signed up for. Um, but we try to break them down into as small a groups as possible so that when they're out here, they're getting something done. There's not a lot of standing around. I, I just hate idle time. And um, I kind of look back on my academic career and, and I kind of equate it to like a substitute teacher. When we'd have a sub, they'd always have busy work and you never really i never felt like I got anywhere. And, um, you know, throughout some practices that I've observed through my career to see guys standing around just to meet time quotas. Um, and that's never been my thing. And, and we want guys to be invigorated. We want guys to be hungry when they come to practice and know, hey, I'm going to be here and I'm going to get my work done. And then I'm going to be able to go and uh, take care of my academics or my social life or the other things that they have going on. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll break them down into smaller groups. Uh, it allows us to be more focused on uh, a specific individual if need be that day. Um, but we try to get in some aspect of, of, of all the areas, uh, daily, you know, there may be you know, just, for example, um, two days ago, we had 95% an offensive day where we just hit and hit and hit, but they were still doing some of their pre-practice daily work with their, if it's an infielder or a catcher or outfielder or whatever, um, you know, they were still doing some of their, uh, daily work for that day defensively. Uh, and then, you know, we jumped right into a, an offense heavy day. And then we'll, we have defensive heavy days and, and things to where, uh, you know, we're, the main focus is defending the baseball. And uh, even on those days, we'll still have – we may do bunting uh, where they're working on their bunting or, or what have you. But we're still going to throw some type of offense where they got to stand in the box in, into that day. 
um, just to make sure that every day we hit on some area because you got to have a lot. We tell our guys, you got to have a lot of tools in your bag, and you know you're going to have to win games a lot of different ways if you want to be successful. Um, you know, I think we'd all love to stand in the box and just blast balls over the fence, but that's just not a reality. Um, so we, you know, we try to get a lot of different things. But um, like I said, I've got a great coaching staff. We have a, a large number of guys that are here that are knowledgeable, uh, and we can, you know, we can view a lot of different things around the field and help a lot of guys out at the same time. You know, I'm just thinking back over really your career and your experience at Emmanuel University from from your playing days and having a successful playing days to your coaching career and having a very successful coaching career as well. I mean, I mean, you guys have won in the postseason, the NCAA uh, tournament. You guys have got victories in the postseason. And I was thinking I really kind of wanted you to elaborate a little bit on culture and mindset. And I think this may go along with it, but. I think the real question I'd I'd like to ask you, and I know that, again, our core audience, they would absolutely want to know, it's why Emanuel University? When you have an opportunity to talk to the right kid, the right family, the right fit, why should they go to Emanuel University? Yeah, and and it's funny that you say the right fit um, because so often we hear, you know, what are you, we talk to guys and say, what are you looking for? And so I'm just looking for the right fit. But then when you dig a little bit deeper and you, you ask them what that is, they, <laughs> a lot of times they don't know um, because they've, they've just never thought past college baseball. Like that's the right fit is college baseball. And so, you know, if, if for us, we have to find kids that are looking for uh, a smaller campus community that are looking for smaller class sizes we have you know in our core classes they're going to be in a class with 25 to 35 students and um you know the teacher's going to know who they are and they're going to know if they're present or not present and they're going to let me know if they're present or not present uh you know uh, those types of things we we are um a small town uh but we have access to athens and anderson and atlanta's only an hour away so we have to find kids that that's a good fit for them but um, you know, when we break it down to the absolute bare bones for what we look at for our program, it's all about relationship. It's about the, the senior who's coming across the stage on the last day. We actually do a senior dinner for our guys um, instead of the, the traditional in-between games um, ceremony that I've always felt was just kind of thrown together. But at that senior dinner, um, the emotions that you feel when you're bringing a guy up there who's been there for four years – that's why Emanuel. That's why Emanuel University Baseball is because it's hard to see those kids and their parents come up there and know that they're on their way out to go make an impact in the world and they're not going to be there with you next fall. Um, and that's, we could have all the bells and whistles and we got some of those. We have TrackMan and this technology and that technology and um, we could have a turf field and we could have a huge stadium and million dollar locker room. But at the end of the day, what I think what makes our program special is that we're invested in these kids. Um, you know, I, I was, like I was telling you earlier, the closer that we had, we're fortunate he's on staff now. He's volunteering while he's trying to figure out what direction he wants to go um, with his coaching career or, or whatnot. But uh, very fortunate he's back with us. But when he walked up there with his parents, that was hard, man. And it's because of the, not the baseball investment. You know, the baseball investment is irrelevant at that point. It's the, the personal investment getting to know him and, and Tyler has been phenomenal. He's a great young man. And um, like I said, we're fortunate that he's back with us. So we get to spend some time with him some more, but uh, I, if we had to break it down to the absolute 
meat of what this thing is, it's the relationship. And that's, I think that's something that uh, our coaching staff doesn't take lightly. Uh, we understand that these kids are invested in our program and we do our best to invest in them daily. Man, what a great answer. And, and it's not just an answer. What a great lifestyle. I mean, you, you guys are absolutely invested in that fantastic culture. And that truly is what it's all about. The relationships and developing young men really to go out into the world and uh, be uh, prosperous, you know, and, and right. not, not just financially. I mean, prosperous in, in life and just do well. That's big time stuff, Coach Kilgore. I love that. Hey, again, everyone that's joining this evening, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely appreciate your support. I mentioned earlier that we record this space so that we can retweet it out. We also record it because we turn it into a podcast, and that podcast is now D1 Speaks. Again, our core audience is really uncommitted baseball prospects as well as college coaches. It's a great environment. It gives an opportunity for the prospect to, to let a coach know who they are, what their makeup is all about when they're not on the field, how they treat their coaches, their family, the great the types of classes they take what their GPA is, what they do in the weight room, what their aspirations are in life, what they'd like to major in. And it just gives coaches that sense of this is a, you know, this is a, pot a potential young man that could absolutely take care of his business off the field so that we can concentrate on winning baseball on the field. And then it gives college coaches an opportunity to really talk about their baseball program and what they're all about and, and what they've done in the past and what they're currently doing and, and really what the future holds. So I think it's, it's a good environment to put the two together. If you're interested in hearing more about what it is that we do, I hope you'll go out and find us. Again, it's now D1 Speaks. Hey, let's kind of stay on the recruiting piece. I think okay. that's a big thing there, Coach Kilgore. And I, you know, I love – that was such a great answer. Why, why Emanuel University? Well, I, you know, if there's a kid that's out there and they want to know more about Emanuel University and they think they're a good fit, what's the best way that they can get on your radar? Yeah, so it's, I mean, we've, we've got to, being a small school, we've got to turn over every rock and look under every bush. And, um, you know, we've got to do a lot of different things uh, to try and identify prospects. And we've found uh, that there's no way that is better than really any other. We've, we've had a variety of guys from a variety different, of different sources. Um, and so we just try to make sure that we do the best that we can to, to cover our area, to make contacts, to meet people, to get out on the road. I mean, the brand identification was huge for us from the beginning uh, to know, hey, when, the, when we call a kid, is he even going to know who we are? <laughs> and even kids that are two hours away had never heard of our school. And I think we've kind of being out, being seen and talking and, and you know, marketing what we're doing here has really helped that but yeah we there are some tournaments that we used to go to that we don't because they've just gotten so big and so spread out that it's not a good use of our time um, and time is a valuable resource as you know uh, but yeah we go to camps we we have um, a thing on our website that they can fill out uh, just a, um, a little a little questionnaire that we have uh, personal emails are the you know those are really good but uh, it can't be the the stock, you know, the email that you send out to 400 coaches, we, you know, we're not going to really dig into that one a whole lot. But I'll tell you what, Alan, the biggest thing that we've done is about six years ago, we really started to pour in our resources into the prospect camp that we do. 
And there's a lot of experience on our staff. And we sat down and we said, what do, what do we like when we go to camp and what do we not like? And we tried to, we tried to incorporate everything that we like, everything that we feel like players and parents want to see um, and eliminate the stuff that nobody liked, <laughs> that nobody wanted at a camp. And, um, and we've had a lot of success with that, not only having some talented kids on campus, um, but getting our name out there. And then we've gotten numerous kids from our camp uh, that have made a huge impact in our program. And so that's been really, really good for us. It's been, unfortunately, it's been good for some of our competitors too. They, they come to the event and, you know, they're able to get some of those talented kids over, over us. And, you know, that's just part of recruiting, but um, you know, it's been a really, really, really good event for us. And I, I would venture to say that probably 30% of our roster is made up of uh, players who came to our prospect camp. Man, that's fantastic. Thank you for walking through all of that. Um, with the with the camps, what's the best way for somebody to find out about the camp and, and, and to kind of get on the list, so to speak, to, to receive an invitation? Yeah, so ours is, ours is open, um, you know, just because there's so many talented kids in the southeast, we, um, you know, we, we struggle to get an eye on everybody when we're out. And so we, we open it up to um, just about, you know, any, any high school uh, player. And the, we have some information on our website and we, we put stuff out on social media about it. We contact a lot of coaches and, you know, hey, if you have any prospects, this might be a good opportunity for them. But when you're looking at camps, I, I just think you got to talk to people and talk to people who've been to the, the camp before. Um, ask their experience. Do you feel like you got what you signed up for? And um, we've had a lot of positive feedback on what we do here. And, um, you know, I, I think if you talk to people who've been to our camp, they, they've enjoyed it and they, they may not have uh, had the performance that they had hoped for, but they, they got what, what they had signed up for. And I think that's big. And we tell, we have a recruiting talk for parents during our camp. And I think the big thing that we, you know, we talk about is you got to go to a camp that fits whatever positive things that you have going on in your baseball career. So if you're just a, if you're just a metric guy and you're, you know, you struggle sometimes in the in the game, then you can't go to a camp that they're going to play a game. Or if you're, you know, hear all the, we hear this all the time, um, you know, maybe his metrics aren't the best in the world, but he's just a gamer. He just, he loves baseball and he's phenomenal at playing the game, which at the, at the end of the day is what really matters. Uh, you can have great metrics, but if you can't play the game, then it's irrelevant. Um, but if that's, if that's you, if you got to be, you know, if you need coaches to see you play a game, you've got to go to where they can see you play a game. And we, we do that. We actually do all of the, we do a metric evaluation and we play a game. But, um, you know, pitchers are, it's a velocity obsessed generation and we like velocity too. We have guys who throw hard, but um, at the end of the day, can you get people out? Uh, and the only way to see that is in a, in a game setting. There's no, there's no uh, way we can tell as a coach in a bullpen setting if you can get hitters out. Um, and so we try to we try to accommodate what our pitching coach wants to see, and he wants to see guys face hitters. So, uh, but again, you just gotta you gotta do your research, and you gotta ask people who've been, and you know, ask them about their experience, and and find out if it's a good fit uh, for you from a camp standpoint. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think that's big. Your prospect camp, six years running, 30% of your roster coming out of the camp. That just speaks volumes right there. So, hey, kind of thank you so much for walking through that because 
that's the kind of impact, the kind of knowledge that our our core audience and their parents and family, that's that's what they want to hear. So thank you so much for that, Coach Kilgore. And kind of staying on this recruiting piece just a little bit. I mean, these last couple of years have been just unbelievable. And by that, I mean, you know, two, three years ago, we kind of we had the COVID experience and it really created this six year ball player. We, you know, now we've, we've entered this transfer portal where, you know, probably because of COVID, I mean, there's just thousands of kids that have been in this portal and even the D one rule change last year with the contact period changing for the junior year, you know, it's uh, September or August, whenever it is, there's just been a lot of changes here over the last couple of years. Could you, you know, could you maybe just give some words of wisdom, I, I guess, to, to maybe some of the parents and to the to the kids that are kind of going or starting their recruiting process? How do how do they navigate this and, and really kind of come out successfully? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, um, you know, I, I have a outfielder who played. He went to junior college and he redshirted his first year because of injury. He played in 20 um and got COVID that COVID year back the next year NJCAA didn't count that season so he played that season so when he came to me he was in his fourth year of college and he had used zero years of eligibility (laughs) (laughs) that is crazy that's a very interesting dynamic uh you know he's he's, he still has one year left he's not gonna he's not gonna take it with us just because he's taken every possible class that we have (laughs) already um but you know, it's um, it's very interesting, and, and you look at COVID, and you look at uh, these these um, uh, graduate or these these post grad schools that are popping up, and people are getting an opportunity to go there. And then, like you said, the transfer portal, and it's making this whole recruiting process more competitive. And the best advice I can give is, you have to self promote. You have to get out there. You have to. I'm not a big social media person, but if you want to be in, in the conversation, you have to promote yourself. And, you know, that could be from the, the various different websites or just being on your own page or um, figuring out all coaches like different things. And some coaches like video and some don't. And, uh, some coaches want to talk to your coach and some don't. But being able to have all those things at your disposal, to be able to have video if a coach requests it, to be able to to have contact information if it's requested. You have to have a lot of different avenues to reach a lot of different people. Um, but yeah, it's super competitive and, and we're still struggling with how to, you know, how to navigate that too. And we have different areas that we like to recruit. Um, we're not a big transfer portal school, but um, that doesn't mean that we don't look at it. Uh, but that has made this, this whole thing uh, a lot more competitive uh you know there's a lot of kids in there but it doesn't mean they're all going somewhere else and that i think that's a that's a tough one you know when Mm -hmm. a kid in there and then ends up with nowhere else to go um you know that's that one's tough but uh, i just think they have to if you really want this thing if you want to play college baseball you have to get after it. You have to, you know, you have to jump in the competitive pool and you have to outswim somebody. Thank you for that as well. And I got to tell you, this evening has just been fantastic. And I'm just so impressed with you and uh, your coaching staff, your program that you've built over the last 11 years, the, the culture that you have, the winning baseball that you have, the offers, the offering that Emmanuel University really provides is, is actually quite impressive. And uh, I think that, um, 
I mean, you're, you guys are just absolutely on the right track and have been on the right track for many, many years. And I got to say the 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 access that you kind of gave our core audience into the the inner workings of a collegiate baseball program is big. You're going to touch a lot of lives uh, that are going to that's going to hear this podcast, and I absolutely appreciate it. But but before we hang up, I feel like I should really absolutely ask you about this upcoming season and how are you guys feeling about the season that Emmanuel University is about to undertake. Uh, well, we feel really good about it. Uh, you know, on paper, it looks good. And the things we're seeing at practice, we still have work to do. But we got a great group of young men. I mean, at the end of the day, there's going to be one team that wins the last game in Cary, North Carolina. And if that's us, we'll celebrate that. But, um, you know, to have a, a great group of kids that makes it fun to come to work, to work with the, you know, with the hitters and for other coaches to work with infielders and outfielders and catchers and pitchers and, uh, you know, those things it it's just a great group of guys. And it's a very diverse group of guys. I mean, we have our, our first kid from Australia this year. We've got kids from California and Washington state and Arizona, and we've, we've had kids from all over and obviously from Georgia and the, the surrounding States too. But, um, it's just a great group of young men and it just makes it fun to come to work. And so, um, you know, when we're excited about coming to work, it makes them excited to be there, and, and it's a really good dynamic. But, you know, we've got big hopes for this year, and, uh, you know, every other coach in Conference Carolinas is probably saying the same thing. But we're going to get ready, and on February 1st, we'll strap our cleats on, and we'll see what happens when the rubber meets the road. But uh, so far, so good. We really like this group of guys. Man, that sounds fantastic. And I got to tell you, I'm wishing you and your – program nothing but the best of success and and again coach Kilgore thank you so much for being on with us this evening we absolutely appreciate it I appreciate you Alan well thank you and I think with that we're going to say good night hey let me ask you something are you ready to dominate at the plate this season blast baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution trusted by more major league college and travel ball teams than any other the blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat providing real-time feedback with every swing Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.